Ultra. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, a daily podcast where we shake our asses at Rocky 2 one swifty minute at a time. I'm Doug. I'm Jason. And we have visiting with us, with us for the rest of the week, we have Jim O'Kane from Numerous Projects. Welcome, Jim. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it very much. No problem. Uh, I'm sure most of the people listening know who you are from your many minute-by-minute shows. Those poor devils, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and more to come, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, today we're knocking out Minute 28, which begins with more hate mail, and it ends with Adrian emerging from an OBGYN office? Mm, hmm. mark. The plot hmm. thickens. <laughs> Does it ever. I wonder what she's doing there. Uh, so, Apollo. Uh, we're, we're in Apollo's house still. He is uh, so obsessed with Rocky that he can't even play with his children. Yeah. Uh, we read two hate letters last uh, yesterday, Jim. So, uh, we got another one today. You got this one, Jay? I do. Jay does. It says, uh, how much did you get to carry that bomb for 15 rounds? You are a disgrace to your people. What people are you talking about? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean, you people? (laughs) Boxers? Disgrace to boxers? Like, he he was hell-bent on redemption, redemption, even before the hate mail. Now, Now his heritage gets insulted. I, I, his, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking ahead of myself. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, Jim. No, I was, I was, I keep, I keep getting distracted by the, fl- the ceiling as floor in the scene. I just, mm-hmm. <laughs> so much wood. And I was thinking, how much Murphy's oil, so- I mean, it, it's just from practical matter, how much Murphy's oil soap would you need to clean that ceiling? Oh, my and God. It's just, uh, there's so much to, there's so much to deal with. And it's just not. And like a, a Swiffer on a 20 foot pole? Yeah, yeah. And it's the farthest thing from you know. It's 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 like the set he's in should be the OBGYN's office because that looks like the waiting room of an OBGYN's <laughs> office. It's just we talked we talked a little bit about um, the the decorating fad that paneling was back yeah. in the day. Yeah, uh, are are you familiar? <laughs> oh, all too all too familiar. Yes, but uh, this I mean this is actually oak flooring that's been put on a ceiling yeah. I, do, I mean the only thing that's really still in vogue are those can lights mm-hmm. that uh you know fortunately if, if, if anybody has can lights from that era it's you know you don't have to replace them but that that whole the track the the, the hanging can lights that are that are there look like something that you'd I mean, if you, if you watch any of the HGTV home restoration things, the first thing they do is rip down those tr- that track lighting. <laughs> yeah, something, yeah. You know, <laughs> bury it in the ceiling. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, I didn't notice the track lighting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, those horrible, those horrible tracks that never, never quite aimed where you needed them to. They're too mm-hmm. harsh to read by. They're too harsh mm-hmm. to work by. But they were – if you happen to have a couple of great paintings on the wall, they would be, you know, fabulous for that. <laughs> and this so, railing is like something from the mall, like yeah, the first yeah. level of the mall, it's, it's, uh, the second level of the mall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I used to work at the mall, and as a security guard, and kids used to get their heads stuck in these bars all Did they? the time. <laughs> and the trick was to get them out; you had to flip them upside down because they would put their head all the way in up to their neck, and it would get stuck. Uh-huh. So you had to pick them up by their feet and flip them upside down so that the face comes out first. So you had to, they had to huh. come out. The head can't come back out. So they have to come out the same way they went in. So you had to pick up their legs, tilt them upside down, and bring their face out first. 
Is that like oh, part of training? That's training, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's like the first thing they teach you. Yeah. <laughs> it <could> be, yeah. <laughs> were, there, were there particular spots? I mean, were there? did you know like the, the head sticking kid area of the mall? Or, or It was all over because they had this railings on the, so, so many. Woodbridge Center Mall in New mm-hmm. Jersey has. Oh, Woodbridge it Center. Was, I know it well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, I, I feel old. I was at the opening of the Woodbridge Center Mall. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Was like, of course, we'd all pull up in our stagecoaches and get out. Wood shopper for wood paneling there? Yeah, not dry goods. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. I mean, the Woodbridge Mall had, they're all gone now, but Abraham and Strauss had this uh, fantastic uh, restaurant that, over, like, they had one of these second stories, they, like, inside the store. It's kind of like a Macy's. Abraham and Strauss was like a Macy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but on the, really there. On, the, on the second floor... They actually had like a third floor in the second floor. It was like a double height second floor. And they had like that kind of a railing. And up above in there, they had like a little restaurant. And you could just sit there and eat and watch people shopping below you. It was just very very strange entertainment. Yeah, that was... uh, Do you remember that, Jay? I remember A&S. I don't remember this restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, long ago and far away. It was just... uh, that was probably cutting edge back then, and now mall yeah, oh, struggling it, to stay open. It was uh, it was in a big battle with Menlo Park Mall down the road, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we can have a Jersey minute here, but it's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the Menlo Park Mall was like the old hand mall that was built in the you know sixties, and then I think around seventy one or seventy two is when they built the the Woodbridge Mall up there next to the uh, the Hess headquarters. And uh, it was, I mean, you went in there and it was like, wow, there's so many stores. And, and look, they've got like waterfalls and they've got, you know, all these little, I mean, all the things that we now associate with dirt malls. Uh, that was, you know, that was where it was. It, I mean, Woodbridge was like, wow, how did they, why do they build this in Woodbridge? This is, it's, they're, they're too good for us. Yeah, so, yeah far uh, too high class. Yeah, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's all changed. All the chess kings and uh, Sam Goodies have disappeared and now it's been replaced by uh, karate schools and tax prep. But, uh, I th- I remember the even like recently the the tile flooring in the in the Warbridge Mall always seemed old to me. It was kind of a like like an orange brick was that yeah was yeah yeah yeah. Like, are, do, are malls still the, uh, relevant? Like I don't I don't think so. Once I went to the mall, no no. <laughs> I only to go to the Apple Store when I have a problem like yeah yeah freehold <laughs> freehold. <laughs> If it wasn't for the Apple Store, no one would go to mall. <laughs> Anybody not from New Jersey has already turned their radio off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've had enough of this. Well, why, <laughs> why Why would you go to Why are we talking about malls? <laughs> mall, yeah. yeah. You brought it up with the why, railing. Why, why would you even go to a mall when you can <laughs> buy the, whatever you want from home? Yeah. <laughs> and it's here in a, in a day. They bring it to you wrapped in wrapped in a, a bubble wrap, you know. In a giant box <laughs> that you can't open. Yeah. A box within a box. Right. Uh, but back, you know, back in the Carl Weathers era, he just wanted to live in a house that looked like a mall. So that's <laughs> you mentioned that he has the, like the real oak, the, the wood slats. Yeah, the paneling that I'm familiar with is like the four by eight. Thin. Yeah, the lu- the luon. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was it was it was paneling on one side and splinters on the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, that really and it had like that, that. It had like that Charlie Brown stripe of of glue on the back to hold it on the wall that you just yep. kind of up and down and up and down and and it was always that that weird greenish walnut color. Oh my god! It, it's always first to go on the HGTV when you get the sledgehammer and just start busting it out. Yeah, man, what what were people thinking back then? <laughs> you think people people like thirty years from now are going to look at today's 
yes, designs so be like, something. Uh, yeah, yeah, these granite yeah. countertops, they got to go. Great. Everything's yeah. rock. What is this, the yeah. Flintstones? That's what, yeah, they'll be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's sad. But uh, gosh, you know, this is. They were really uh, looking into the early '80s now with the the way that uh, they're both wearing uh, that light pink. That would later become like that smoky pink became the the color with gray. Everything was pink and gray in the early '80s. So I guess it went from clothing up to uh, wall furnishings. Yeah, that um, his jumpsuit right there is is remarkable. It, it, it's a uh, monogrammed. It's got <laughs> like I I've never seen like a tracksuit that has like a a collar on it. A, yeah. big collar. a big collar. Do you think collar? that? Do you think that's machine washable? I mean, I, I would assume it is. No, it's probably it's all polyester. Yeah. You get that. Can you machine clean. wash polyester? I don't know. It's. You should get that shined up somewhere. Yeah, go to dry cleaning. <laughs> um, Car wash. So he, so he's reading his hate mail. Mm-hmm. His wife throws in a, you know, why, why you, you'd rather read hate mail than or play with your kids? Basically, she's saying. Well, so she, yeah, she tells him to ignore him. Ignore right. Them. And, uh, but like we said yesterday, uh, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened. You can tell by her reaction that this has been happening since the fight. Mm-hmm. Like he's obsessed with the fight and Rocky and reading hate mail and, and stressing over it. And Rocky doesn't care about any of that. No, he's Rocky's living life. Going on with his life. But she, uh, you know, she tells him to ignore it and he makes it rain. He just flings those letters up in the air. Uh, I want to touch. <coughs> I got the novelization here, Jim. Okay. And the novelization is, uh, for the most part, it's told in Rocky's point of view. Could, um, I, ask, could I ask who the author of it was? Sylvester Stallone. Really? Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. told to or no? It just... No, no, that's, it's him. It's him wow. penning away. But oh. he, writes, he writes it from Rocky's point of view. So, so most of like, the third-person stuff is, well, actually only the third-person stuff is um, in like uh, normal, you know, third-person narrative. Yeah. But all the, you know, the, the regular narrative is Rocky speaking in Rocky ease. Uh, is it in italics? No, it's uh. all it's all <laughs> regular, regular type font. So I keep touching upon it because it kind of gives us like a look inside of Rocky's mind when, uh, you know, when we don't see it on screen. Um, but this particularly passage is about Apollo Creed because Apollo. We see that how how much in the book we see how um, this is eating away at Apollo Creed, and after the uh, hate mail reading scene, uh, and his wife says, "Why can't you ignore it?" It says Apollo looked at her for a very long moment, and the hurt rose from his stomach into his eyes. He dropped the letters on the floor and stared hard at his hands, like he just cannot let it go. But how does how is Rocky? How does Rocky know what's happening? He's not here. <laughs> it's a bunk, Jay. I know, he but he's, step, he has to step away from you know Rocky's. Point but of the view. book is told in Rocky's in his point of view, right? Yeah. Is, so is it is is the book written in Rocky's point of view watching the movie? Uh, later the later written, on, Apollo told him all. This <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he was he was sitting there while they were training for Clubber Lang. He got up and said, and you know, he told him this. I, oh, let me tell you about the time the that I dropped the <laughs> dropped the letters on the. Yeah. And then the bitch said to me, can't you just let it go? Can't you play with your kids? I couldn't believe it. I threw my papers in the air. Uh, but the tone changes mm-hmm. as we go from this to Rocky and the neighborhood kids playing stickball. Yeah. Isn't that a great, isn't that a great dissolve, too? I mean, the dissolve goes from it to an out-of-focus rack shot to uh, Rocky playing stickball. It's just a, a beautiful transition there. They, they have a lot of the out-of-focus yeah. um, transitions. Uh, like you know, when he's fading off into uh, 
after he gets the anesthesia before his yeah. operation, that that's a nice little uh, out of focus fade. But I also like the choice here because she was just his Paul's wife was just saying to him like, "Can't you? Wouldn't you rather play with your kids than read hate mail?" Mm-hmm. And then it transitions to Rocky playing with all the kids. <laughs> Rocky's playing with kids that aren't even his, and you won't even play with your own kids. <laughs> that's a great point. You're not known for your good points, Jay. He's got, uh, you know, <laughs> you can tell it's not current events because here you have a uh, an adult with a bunch of unsupervised children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's one more adult here somewhere. Oh, okay. The guy in the flannel yeah. shirt. This guy oh, right here. Is oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's not. That yeah, like, Look how big he is. He's, yeah. he's, he's in yeah. like the foreground. I thought this was another adult. Did you play stickball back in the day? I played, uh, I played uh, softball and baseball. And uh, I was not a stickball player. I mean, I, I had played stickball uh, once or twice, but stickball was something that uh, I, I think you had to play in a in a deep urban environment. And although I came from Elizabeth, it was not deep urban. It was just kind of uh, so I, we had we had spaces between our houses. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think that that uh, you see that in Elizabeth anymore. I don't know. I, I haven't been. I haven't been in Elizabeth in a while, but uh, I don't think you see anybody playing outside because there's too many cars going up and down. There's so much oh, traffic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing. Like right out in the middle of the street in a in an inner city, kids are on their knees. People are rocking those knees, on his knees catches yeah. those knees. That really, that really, um, like I feel that. Yeah, kid, kneeling kneeling on the concrete. Jeez. Stickball is one of those things that was around in the old olden days that we yeah. remember as a kid. And mm-hmm. any movie, like remember uh, Big, remember Big? They oh play yeah, stickball. Yeah. Like it's just like a staple in in like these neighborhoods all over stickball and it's one of those things you would never explain to your kids what it was or what it is like if you tried to send to a kid now and they like yeah we used to play stickball and they're like what they're like what is stickball you got a stick and you played baseball with it like why don't you just get a bat like you wouldn't, be, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't be able to explain it to them it's just one of those things that you had to grow up in this era and before it to real remember what it was yeah we'd play uh we used to go to, like like the thing is you couldn't play out in the street where I, where I lived in Elizabeth because there was just so much traffic and uh We'd go to the park and you'd play like they had tetherball. Also, you mm-hmm. know, and eventually, eventually somebody would steal the tetherball, so you can never naturally, yeah. You know, so that would be, so you play tetherball for the first three weeks of the summer, and then somebody <laughs> would steal the tetherball, and that you know, it's like because you really need a volleyball with a rope tied to it because that'll really help some other, you know, th- that's useful some other place. Uh, but the ball never gets replaced, right? No, no, that was it. You know, it was out of the uh, the city budget was done for the year, and yeah. all you got it, is a pole. <laughs> yeah, it's like thanks. Now you can look at a pole. But uh, and these and we actually, actually we had a really upscale. We had uh, the tether ball that was shaped like a volleyball, and then there was a tether ball that was the tennis ball that you had to use paddles. Oh wow, and that was tougher tether ball. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how how localized is tether ball. I mean, I saw it in I saw it in Napoleon Dynamite, but I don't know. Living out west, I've never seen a tetherball pole out here. I don't, I don't know if it's regional or not. I, I remember them in the park as a kid, but what was that? Remember that thing, Jay? Too? It was like a like a funnel. With yeah, you four throw holes. the ball in. And oh yeah, yeah. We came out of. Yeah, it was like four. It was like four square. You had to stand around the bottom of it, and mm-hmm. wherever it would go, you'd either have to catch it or hit it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that too. I've got a question. Now, you guys, are you guys from the two hundred one or the six hundred nine? 201. Okay. Uh, That's so, right. That's the dividing line. T- Taylor Ham Country, yeah. Taylor Ham uh, Country. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, Dave Palace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really hate getting so regional, but I've got a question. Okay. Next to swings, 
you've got, uh, there is a device that has a ladder on one side and a metal uh, rectangle that, that points down toward the ground that you get on top and you wind up at the bottom of it. What do you call it? Slide. Have you ever heard the phrase sliding pond? No. No. Oh, okay. So that might be an sliding age pond. thing. It used to be, yeah. The closer you get to New York City, the more you're going to hear, the, you, you will find the phrase sliding pond, P-O-N-D. Huh. And it used to be, what it is, is there's, there's, a, there's a, a theory that it was a corruption of a Dutch phrase for that device called a slide upon. And ah. the Dutch used to call it a sliding pond because it would be just a corruption of the words slide upon. Like and then translation they, they drop the upon part. And for the rest of the world, it's mostly slides. But generally in about a 30 mile radius, find older people in your neighborhood and ask them if they've ever heard of a sliding pond. And they'll say, sure. And they'll describe that. But, uh. Yeah, it's a it's a fading a fading term. Yeah, yeah, I never heard that one. Uh, what I remember about slides is uh, they would cook. Yes, about the metal ones, right? Forty yeah. degrees. Yeah. Those, those silver metal ones. Now they're all made out of like plastic. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. And you didn't land on pavement anymore. It's all like uh, pine <laughs> chips and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these kids today. Oh, they don't know how good they have <laughs> it. <laughs> so, my uh, watching this stickball game here. First of all, how many times does White Car get hit with a ball yes. <laughs> or a bat? For that matter. Yeah, um, right. But the other thing I noticed is that the length they're playing. If you look at the other angle, it's about the angle of like maybe three, two to three row houses long. Okay. And in this one screenshot here, there is one, two, three, and there's only here four, four to four infielders on the left hand side of the screen, and there's three on this side. So there's seven infielders in a three. House radius, like you would never be able to get a hit here, <laughs> Not unless you hit it over the house. Like you have to hit it over all their heads. Yeah, and it's it's like I mean I, I understand it's the setup for the movie, and you got to keep coming back to the thing. It's just a movie, but if you were have if you had that many kids, they wouldn't be hanging out directly in front of the street. There, there, even in even in downtown Philly, there are places where you can play that are a little bit bigger than than this tight little section of street. Right, especially in. What time of the year is this? I'm looking at the leaves on the trees. It looks like it's like September, October. It's still warm enough. Uh, we it, it's probably early spring. Okay, it's probably early spring. If if uh, what Jake, back it up a little bit. I mean, it's well. I mean, the fight. I think uh, there's some continuity problems here. <laughs> yeah, it's to me. It looks. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's spring, but the, no, the leaves. These, the leaves are green, so they're just coming. Or they're yellow. Yeah. They're, they're, are they coming or going? That's the thing. I guess they gotta I, be coming. It can't be not, fall. There's none on the ground, so yeah. <clears throat> well, the fight takes place on Thanksgiving. Okay, so yeah. Hmm. So so it's not fall. No. no, he's got the whole summer to train. Uh, it's probably early spring. These before these trees bloom, like some of them bloom the green leaves a little bit. I guess. Does Rocky seem very comfortable talking to people with similar mental capacity? <laughs> <laughs> he's like Jethro Bodine in this one. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Jim. Oh no, I was I was thinking the other thing is the uh, that generic uh, cap with the letter C on it uh, that the the one boy's wearing on um, somewhere like in the thirties. It's like <laughs> that is the most central casting kind of cap. Here now, wear it at wear it at like eight o'clock. Should the brim <laughs> the brim should be like three quarters of the way around. Put it on your head there. You look like one of the little rascals. Yeah, nobody really wears their hat that way, do they? Yeah, and it's got. Does it have like the the um, different color like offsetting panels 
along the the top of it. Yeah, I think, and I think it's that uh, that open mesh, you know, that mm-hmm. that uh, that really hard to bend. It was it isn't cotton. It's like, um, and the other the other thing about this is it looks like they just took the tags off of all those pants, like the like the costume designer. These are brand new <laughs> pants, absolutely. Oh yeah, they've never been sat in, and. Uh, it looks like they just unfold, you know, unfolded them. Maybe they got, maybe some of them had time to do an iron over to get rid of that crease from folding. But those things, I mean, that kid isn't even the the one in the hat, in the hat isn't even wearing a belt, and those loops look like they just, you know, oh. <laughs> he just here. You you look like about a size sixteen here. Where are these? There's not. There's nothing more uncomfortable than a brand new pair of jeans. Mm, yeah, right? uh, which you know, Sly's wearing right there. Yeah. It's got to be. That, that's that's right out of the, the Levi shop. <laughs> a fresh pair of dungarees. <laughs> What's uh? Was that a, a trash talking thing back in the day when you would uh, like shake your ass at somebody? It, it was trying to be. You know, it's. <laughs> this is never going to be a thing. You know, tell me. No, like, no, I know. I know. Like that. That makes me a smidge uncomfortable. <laughs> and his his sweatshirt's a little short. That kid. Yeah. Well, he just he. <laughs> He's only had it for about ten minutes, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that just that just looks like they went to the you know the earliest form of the gap and said, "Yeah, we'll take this, this, and this here." All right, we got to dress up some neighborhood kids. And everybody's yeah, I mean, except for that shirt, everybody's the right size. Everybody, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like when I was growing up, you had holes in your sleeves, and yeah, I mean, there were there were all kind, you know, there would be different levels. But I guess it's only it, since it's only on screen for fifteen seconds to fulfill this part of you know Rocky's one of the kids. Yeah, um, he's got so many. So many things wrapped around him too. I mean, he's got the headband. He's got a watch on. He's got like a knot on his. I, I, I don't know what that thing is on his left arm. It's the what uh, uh, on his wrist. On his wrist, yeah. That's he got that uh, at the pet shop. Is pet that shop. The oh, bracelet? okay. He got got it. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's classy uh, bracelet. Yeah, he's he's bearing all the fruits of his of his spending spree. Yeah. <laughs> I have this thing about. Wearing stuff on my arm. I mean, I, I've my uh, my kids got me an Apple Watch, and I I put it on because they got it for me. But I I don't like having things on me. <laughs> and it's just like seeing this where he's you know he's like swinging a bat and sweating and stuff. If I had all that stuff on my wrists, I'd be going out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I don't when it's hot out. I can't I can't even wear like a long sleeve shirt because it like my wrists sweat. Yeah. The, back back to the um the novel. Okay. When he. Uh, Rocky, you know, he covers his left eye, you know, before he says something about, uh, I got to get you in focus. And in the, in the novel, he talks about how Apollo really did mess up his eye pretty bad. He says, it looked, it was like somebody was hanging a slab of dirty jello over my eye. Mm. Dirty jello. So that's, I don't know. I never had a detached retina, but dirty jello, that kind of, you know, you kind of get a, a visceral feeling from that. What is you dirty could, jello? Jello that's dirty. Yeah, mm. it's like a it's ordering a dirty martini. It's got olive juice in it, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I just and it, as you're saying that, I'm sure all of us are rubbing our eyes. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, we're closing one eye and just picturing yeah. like the like a cloudy, dirty jello, dirty jello over your eye. Yeah, but that's how bad Apollo messed up his eye. Mm-hmm. Uh so so Rocky blasts this racquetball over a house. And we don't see it go over the house. A kid says, wow, that went over the house. Thanks for losing another ball, Rocky. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> like, you know how much those things cost? Come on. 
to go to Models and get on it. Yeah. Uh, and it's so, like, once you lose sight of the ball, it's almost impossible to find. You say, yeah, it looked like it went in this yard, but, I mean, the traveling, the the trajectory of the ball, it could have bounced, yeah, landed in somebody out else's the, yard. Spread out the kids a little, they'd be able to catch it or something. Like, yeah, everyone's in one, in the same spot. Mm-hmm. He's a frustrating guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he ever? And how how I mean I know you know he's Rocky he's the neighborhood neighborhood hero, but uh, yeah I'm just wondering how many times he you know let me do this and it's like well we have a batting order Rocky and, uh, and Joey here was next so no I'm on a you know, just, uh, yeah I, I mean I, like they like oh the Rocky's gonna do it it's like but but we're having a game and it's two to one and, and Joey's up <laughs> he just forces himself in there yeah. It's like I a photo, totally photo op. Yeah. yeah. And then it hits the ball over the house and the game's over. Thanks. Right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Good luck, kids. Coming. Stay, in, stay yeah. in school. He just he just passes off the bat and leaves. They got they got a bat, no ball. Game's over. That's great. Uh, so we we uh we cut to Rocky bouncing his racquetball. He went after the kids went home, he went and found that racquetball in the yard. And now he's bouncing it in the uh hallway of the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. OBGYN W Borsara MD. Any uh, any ne- meaning to that name? No, I, I looked it up, and there's uh, some town in India called something Borsara. <laughs> that's you know that's the closest I can find. Probably not it. That's it. So she's walking out of an OBGYN office. Mm. Now, maybe, why would she be in an OBGYN office? Jerry Rocky gave her the clap. <laughs> We're going to have to wait until next minute to find out. Wow. I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't know. Do you have anything else about that minute, Jim? Um, I, I'm i noticing the uh, the contrast between uh, Apollo and Rocky remains. I mean, Apollo's got that nice, like, very, very light pink, mm-hmm. uh, almost, you know, like a silver pink uh, jumpsuit. And we come back to Rocky, and Rocky has pink, a pink shirt, but he's got the contrast of the dark brown satin jacket. And they both have that weird, like, zipperless zipper. It's like right in, there's no, there's no, like, the, the zipper's kind of blended into the shirt. So it's almost an invisible seam, and it's just kind of very peculiar. And he's still wearing that completely anachronistic hat. Nobody, I, I lived that, that time period. Nobody in the late 70s wore a fedora, or in this case, a trilby. And it's like. Is that, that what that hat's called? Yeah, it's a trilby. It's a shorter fedora. Oh. It's like, um. It's the same kind of hat in another in, with another material that Ted uh, Knight wears in Caddyshack. Um, okay, it was popularized by Bing Crosby. So that that uh, that trilby that he's wearing is complete. Nobody but Rocky ever wore a hat like that back then. It just it it was to show that he was from the hood, but he's yeah, from the hood yeah. in the nineteen forties, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he's a gangster, like yeah, a bad guy. Yeah, I mean nobody's gonna wear that hat with that disco hair he's got under it. And that was um, Stallone bought that before the filming of the first Rocky. So that was like a uh, spur to moment. Like he decided his character was going to wear a hat. Yeah. He, he could have picked like a straw boater and it would have been about the same level of uh, realism <laughs> for that era. Um, straw boater. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one like Dick Van Dyke wears in uh, Mary Poppins. Oh when, yeah. When the, yeah. That's uh, oh, Vicar? That, wait, hold on a second. Oh, oh, like a oh, like oh, it, uh, at the Kentucky Derby scene. Yes, that's that, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's a straw boater. Yeah, it's like a round. It's made out of straw. What is the uh, the the regular like the newsboy hat? What's the correct name for that one? Like the scally cap, they call it. 
Oh yeah, or a uh, it's like a tam shanter kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but without the ball on top. Um. Yeah. Um. It's a. Uh, that, that it's was just his a cap. It's just a cap. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have that little cap that it had. It had the thing in the back and then the flat brim on the front. Yeah. The straw boater. Um. I read. I think it was. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut wrote in Breakfast of Champions, he talked about his father. His father was a, uh, an ad writer in Indianapolis. And he had, uh, he worked for, he, he did ad copy for a department store that had this massive surplus of straw boaters. And uh, his, uh, his line in the paper that they, they posted because it was Indiana and, you know, a lot of farmers and stuff. And he said, with prices like these, you can run them through your horse and put them on your rose bushes. So, uh, wait, <laughs> sold a lot of hats apparently. So. Yeah, that's my only straw boater story. I just thought I'd lay it out there. That's yeah. I mean, if if you're confident enough that a horse can eat it, shit it out, and still be useful, it's there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, why don't you tell our fans about any of the projects you're working on? Well, uh, I'm working. I know you're working on Apollo Creed, but I'm working on Apollo 13. Uh, we're doing the Apollo 13 minute, uh, and we're about uh, about a third of the way through. Have some great guests uh, that have been on, and a great guest coming up. We've had uh, we've already had Fred uh, Hayes on, who was the real lunar module pilot that Bill Paxton would play. Um, come coming up shortly. We've got uh, a couple of astronauts. Uh, uh, we've got Frank Borman coming up, and of course uh, Jim Lovell. And uh, trying to get uh, Gene Kranz. Gene Kranz has been uh, working on some. Uh, he, he's going back and forth to the doctor, but we're going to get him in, in between doctor appointments. Where Gene Kranz said he'll be, he'll be on the show, and uh, had a couple of people on from the from uh, the movie, uh, mostly the background players. But uh, fingers crossed on Hanks. He hasn't said no yet, but he hasn't said yes. So we'll see. oh wow. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm wondering what it's like because all those the Moonwalkers at this point are are you know up there in their years yeah yeah i mean it's uh we were originally going to have albine on but unfortunately he uh he didn't didn't make it but uh we had we've had uh hopefully a couple of moonwalkers will be will be on the show there's still at the time we're recording here there's still six moonwalkers around so uh we'll see uh, if we can get get somebody on but uh really any you know i mean these guys are national treasures and uh if they <laughs> if they'll pick up the phone and just say hello to us we'll you know our day is made yeah no kidding wow uh where can they find the show uh, go to uh, apollo13minute.com apollo13minute.com we're available on uh, on iTunes and Google Play just hit search and type in apollo 13 minute you'll find us and uh, you can also find us on Twitter at apollo13 minute and on Facebook uh the apollo 13 minute mission control Fantastic. Um, we are Rocky Minute on all the social media outlets. Um, our listeners group is Mighty Mix. Email is uh, rockyminute at gmail.com, and our episodes get released on duelinggenre.com. Uh, we have a T Public store with a few designs. So um, go uh, if you go to Mighty Mix, I, po- I post the link to the T Public store. So you can get right to our store. You don't have to use T Public's crazy search. Uh, algorithm to find our stuff because apparently you won't come back tomorrow we're, we're gonna knock out minute 29 with jim on the next rocky minute what are we waiting for take this it could be an adult I'm just th- I'm just thinking when they went to the movie premiere and this guy, you know, whoever this is, it's, did you see me? I was in the movie. <laughs> no, that's me. I know that. Yeah. <laughs>